Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here, hope you're all doing well, it's a nice day. Okay, it's going to get a little deep today, going deep down in my, into my brain for creativity. And we will talk about that after this. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right. So, um, I, as I've told, told you before, I have, I have trouble sometimes creating stuff, especially stuff for games. So I tend to want to go off the beaten path to look for inspiration, which is a good thing. Every GM should probably do that. Look at things they haven't looked at before, maybe movies or radio or, you know, a book or something like that. You know, I'm, it's, this is the standard GM stuff. So, you know what I'm saying here. But I have a pro- one of my problems is not being able to develop stuff. I mean, I eventually do, but it's a lot of, you know, blood, sweat and tears. Because I will come up with a premise sometimes. What if blah, blah, blah. What if blah, blah, blah. And I would think, well, that may have some potential, but it just sits there. It sits there for a long time, even when I'm sitting down trying to think of how to develop this idea. That's why I do like to collaborate, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I had to find a way to prompt my brain. This, this sounds kind of funny. I, had to t- I have to teach myself to think and that's not trivial to me because I can think, but I can't really think creatively, if you know what I mean. So I look at other things like YouTube videos and blog posts that have to do with other cross, uh, cross the arts type of things. Some, I've been watching videos about um, journalism, uh, writing, fiction writing. And I know, you know, they're always saying that gaming isn't fiction, gaming isn't a screenplay, gaming... But you should look at those things and how you can adapt it to your gaming. I'm, I'm considering, and I probably should, doing a journal for myself. Just, just a plain old journal. It's, uh, com- they call them a commonplace book. And they say the three... And it, it'll help me to, like, organize my thoughts. And I kind of wanted a, com- a commonplace book. I tried to do, like, a GM book, a gaming book for ideas and stuff. But that didn't work. Because I, if I sit there and try and think of ideas, nothing happens. My bra- I have trouble with my brain dump. Because some people can do brain dumps real easy. They'll just take a pad of paper and a pen, and they go, you know, think of it, dump their brain on the paper. I have trouble with that. I don't know why, but I do. So I thought if I like maybe every day, every other day, just write what I'm thinking, just write what's happened to me, just, and 
in there lies inspiration. In there may lie a story. And if nothing else, it clears my mind and it clears me to think more clearly. And to me, that's always a good thing. And as they say, to do a commonplace book or a journal or something like that, there's three steps. Get a journal, get a pen you like to write with, and write. Well, that's pretty much how to do it. I mean, I've got blank books. I've got what I'm looking at a, a little one here. I've got a bigger one here. Uh, and they're both uh, dot dot books like uh, the, uh, I can't remember what they call them. <laughs> um, but, and I've also got like maybe five or six compo books. The graph compo. Compo books are great if you just don't want to, you know, go down, spend a couple of bucks, get a regular compo book and start going. I mean, I've got, GM books that are compo books that are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight comp books that some of them I have yet to write in, some of them I've written some things in, but that's mainly prepping. I'm talking about something I need to do for myself, and hopefully that will kickstart my brain. I used to have an, a little tiny idea book, but I did like maybe three pages of what I'm specifically thinking. So my idea is to take this book and just write about anything or even draw in there. You know, I draw, but, you know, just for stuff, for stuff to, to put down. And if I feel if I do that, things will start flowing again. Because one of the things that contributes to GM burnout is the fact that you just feel like you're empty upstairs, empty in that head. There's nothing there. I can't think of anything. The trouble is, I can think of it. They always say that writer's block or any kind of creative block like that, I forget who said it, but they said, during a writer's block, you're still writing. You just have to think everything you write is crap. And it may not be. But to me, it's something to work through. Somebody asked Charles Schultz, the the creator of Peanuts, Charlie Brown, they said, do you get writer's block and how do you work through it? He says, yes, I do get writer's block on occasion, but I work through it because I cannot afford to have writer's block affect me. You just work through it. I just start doodling, drawing, or whatever I can and then eventually I work through it and I get something. And I think that's a good mindset. Don't let yourself in your prep or whatever, don't let yourself do that. Don't, don't let yourself have writer's block. You know, it's like when I have a cold, when I, when I start feeling like I'm getting a cold, the first thing I do is I go out and buy, buy a box of like emergency or something like that and boost my vitamin intake on boost my 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 resistances to colds and it makes the cold go if they the cold comes it's more like a 24 hour bug it's more like you know I'll get over it in a couple of days and I'm over it in other words be proactive about this don't say I can't do anything I can't think of anything no sit down and either start thinking or start writing or something like that but that's going to be my solution. As far as collaboration, I love collaboration. 
as long as the person wants to collaborate with me. Because if you've got another person to bounce ideas off of, and they've got somebody to bounce ideas off of, then things start happening. Then you start thinking of those scenarios, of those what-ifs that you have to, you know, you have to do. Um, I, so that, that is a good thing. That a collaboration, if you ever get a chance to collaborate with somebody you're simpatico with, do so. Now, another thing is I tend to suffer from uh, low self-esteem. I mean, this is not something new. Other people have done it and stuff, but it tends to affect my ability to create. Because in my situation right now, I have a hard time... Now, this is a little personal, but I have a hard time separating people who like me from people who just tolerate me. And it seems sometimes it feel I feel like my life is a schism because in my gaming life and my acting life, a lot of people respect me. And I don't take that for granted. I'm I'm thankful for that because they like what I'm doing. But in the on a personal level, in a family or personal level, there the people I just feel like people think I'm in the way. I'm just a no, you know, I'm just a nuisance. But but that and that kind of affects what I create. Not what I create, but how when I can create. I mean, I do this podcast. I originally started this podcast because the, the podcast the podcast world also likes me, but that's beside the point. I started this podcast because at the time, Thaco's Hammer was, wasn't putting out regular episodes. I had just been bounced from Save or Die. And I did, did it to, to, I told people to keep my hand in just so I could do this. And I do this. I make sure I do this every week. And that has probably been, this show has probably been a savior for me in that respect, because I have the habit of hermiting myself. So because of, I guess, because of low self-esteem or whatever, I used to think I'm just lazy. All my life said, I'm just lazy. Well, maybe there's something more to that. I don't know. But let's not get into, I'm not going to get into T-Psychological. But the point is, do something journaling, what I'm doing, podcasting, do a video, I mean, go on YouTube, make videos, whatever you have to do to get your brain going and get those ideas flowing, do it. You know, I'm I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to harp on this very much, um, but I've already harped on it. So, <laughs> you know, I have a journal, I have a pen, all I have to do is start writing. Another problem. Well, another problem is actually is because I I don't write. I print. Um, I would rather type something, but I'd rather you know. I think writing something down is probably going to be better for me in the long run instead of writing. You know, sitting there typing ideas, because you know I I prep on one note. I prep on a in a book in a compo book. I prep all all over the place, but it's never a, a coherent thing. And writing, I, because I have a cursive, regular writing, I have a really bad handwriting. I mean, really bad. You'd think I was a, a doctor writing a, a prescription. Bad. You know. Um, so I tend to print a lot. And print a lot 
It takes time. It takes, you know, and, you know, there are times when I want to get the ideas down so fa- They come so fast, I want to get them down, and I I'm too slow. That's when I open OneNote and put them down or something, you know. I mean, right now I'm prepping a game on OneNote that I hope is going to be there when I go run it at the con because I'm going to have to have some kind of, I'll have to drag my laptop with me or something like that. But anyway, you're getting, you're getting my point. You're getting my point of have something to spur your brain. I mean, yes, I've, I've watched movies before. I've listened to radio before, songs. You know, I've gotten my best. I remember in Champions, some of my best Champions superheroes have come from songs. My best superhero RPG stuff. I mean, one of my first characters was uh, the mighty Quinn, Quinn the Eskimo. I loved playing him. He was fun. I got that off off the you know the the song. Another one I did. I did a a, a bad guy who was basically a black hole. So I called him Black Hole Sun, and that was his thing. He would you know he could he could end you by absorbing you type thing. So, yeah, I get a lot of inspiration from other places, songs, things like that. I don't really rip everything, anything off. It's just like I'm doing gangbusters right now, and I'm trying to, if I'm going to watch something, I'm going to watch something like a film noir or a gangster film. I watched The Roaring Twenties a while back with Cagney and Bogart. It was great. But I don't always see things I can take from the movies I'm looking for a general feel. How do I want the how do I want my game to feel? And since Gangbusters is specifically 1920s prohibition, I'll watch stuff like that. I've got the complete run of the original Untouchables that I watch and watch an episode or two of sometimes. And that has helped me. That has helped me a lot. Um Westerns helped me, believe it or not. Whether I'm doing a Western RPG or not, because I find Westerns are so easy to adapt to something like D and D. I mean, it is. I mean, I've done. I've told. I've told this before. I've done in a western. I've done real Bravo. I've done several spaghetti western plots, and it just works out. The other day, I saw a spaghetti western. What was it called? between God, a rifle, or God, something rather than a rifle. But what it was is they adapted Treasure Island to a spaghetti western. And I thought that was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I didn't get much out of it, but I, got the, but I thought that the effort was great. I've gotten other stuff, you know, from that way. And so, you know, write, watch, draw. And I, I, I kind of knew this was going to go all over the place. So, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to give you a pep talk. I'm trying to give me a pep talk. Maybe the between the two of us, we can create. Okay, so I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. By the way, don't send the voicemail to Anchor. Set it to Spotify for podcasters, because that's what they're called now. Sorry. Oh, for uh, for uh, single donations, go to my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. Or my PayPal tip chart, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Benjamin Brodell, John Allen Large, and Aaron. I thank you very much. 
It just makes doing this this show easier. I like that. So for other good podcasts out there, it's Dan Gregg's The Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognar Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton at the Vansky Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs> <laughs>